Together, growing in faith, changing communities, the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 to 15. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard, for there are many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive people their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive people their trespasses, Neither will your father forgive your trespasses. My dear brothers and sisters, I think this is quite an interesting reading if, if one analyzes it and looks at it deeply. If you go to the Gospel of Luke, the disciples go to Jesus and they ask him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And so this is one of the accounts where Jesus teaches us how to pray. But there is an important element to that truth. We take it for granted that we know how to pray. But how often do we do it the correct way? There are different things that one can do while praying. There are different aspects of prayer. There are prayers of gratitude. There are prayers of intercession. There are prayers of petition. The list is endless. But there's one thing that is common. Prayer is a means of communicating with God. It is me communicating with God, but also it is God communicating with me. So there are two parts to this. The one who speaks and the one who listens. And so Jesus says, there is no competition in prayer. You don't have to be like anyone else. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. So there is no way in which you can copy a pattern and make it the absolute. If it works for that person... It might not work for you. It might work. But prayer is a means of communicating with God, constantly being one with God in prayer. And so he says, don't use big words, empty words, many words. Be simple. And I always believe that when we pray, we should be simple. Just talk to God as you would to a friend, as you would to someone you love to someone you respect. And so there's a sense of holiness. There's a sense of wholeness 
there is a sense of respect. Sometimes I get worried when people pray and they rush through the prayers. And I ask myself, do I do that when I talk to someone that is important? I don't rush through things. I just speak honestly and openly. And that's what prayer is all about. Then there is something else that he says that I find also absolutely useful. He says, there's no need to use many words. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. And how many of us think of that and believe that? That God knows. God understands. He hears our prayers. He knows what's going on. And he gives us this beautiful list. Our father. We are able to relate to God. As someone that we can relate to. Not as a being that has no relations to us. But he's our father. He's like our parent, our mother. The one whom we love. The one who knows us. The one who cares for our well-being. He's our father. He's the one who provides for us, for our well-being. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to experience the fullness of life. He wants us to, to get up and to grow and, and to find meaning in life. That's what he's asking us to do. Then there is a twist. He says, forgive each other your trespasses. If you expect God to forgive you, you must be willing to do the same. Now, there's a beautiful twist there. You cannot have a relationship with God and not have a pure heart. We will struggle to keep our relationship with God if our hearts were not clean. Will people offend us? Yes. Will they hurt us? Yes. Will they be malicious? Sometimes yes. But we forgive because we want to be at peace with ourselves, with God, with the universe. And so the, the Lord invites us into this deeper meaning of prayer. That when we pray, this is how we're supposed to behave and relate to God. Give us this day our daily bread. He, he nourishes us. He sustains us. But there are two elements here. There is a spiritual nourishment. There is a physical nourishment. There is intellectual nourishment. The social nourishment. The Lord nourishes us. Provides. Gives us that which we know we need. We know we need it. Even though we do not know what to do with it at times. There's this text where he says, Your father knows what you need before you even ask of it. 
So the Lord is concerned about us, about our well-being. And he wants us to grow. He wants us to be the best. He wants us to find ourselves in him. Then there's something that he does that is so beautiful. May your kingdom come here on earth. Your will be done as it is in heaven. There are two elements there. May your kingdom come. The kingdom of peace, of tranquility, of love, of patience, of perseverance. Can this kingdom happen without me? Yes. Will it be a blessing if it happened through me? Absolutely. I can bring the kingdom of God on earth to my brothers and sisters in the manner I relate to them. I make them experience the warmth, the love, the forgiveness of God. May your will be done. What is the will of God for me? And that's an important question, dear brothers and sisters, because I need to ask myself almost every day, what is the will of God? What, what does the Lord want? What does he desire? What does he long for in my life? What is it that makes the difference? What is it that sustains me? What is it that pushes me to be better? To do more than just the ordinary. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.